0: I'm open, whether it's AEW, WWE, um, NWA, Game Changer, AAA, y- you name it. Any continent, um, you know, in discussions with with folks, uh, you know, in India right now.
1: Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I saw this man on my television screen in the 90s in WWF and in WCW. I saw him dominate the TNA roster all through the 2000s. I had the honor of meeting him in India in the 2010s and interviewing him. Now I have the pleasure of interviewing him again in 2022, where this man <laughs> continues to be in the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Jarrett, how are you, how are you doing, sir?
0: you, my friend, we go way back, don't we? Uh, in your country, we've had lots of chats. Uh, I like your Metallica shirt today. You always bring uh, a, a little uh, Americana uh, to my screen uh, from Mumbai. A little kushti, a little kabaddi, a little butter chicken. What do you want to talk about today?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about a lot of things, uh, but uh, I, I mean, to begin with at Sports Geera, uh we are not supposed to talk about ourselves so much, but I'm going to break the rule just this one time. Let okay. me just say that when I was starting out in this field, uh, I mean, you were one of the first people who helped me out right at the start. You spoke to me at length when I was just starting out and I had no followers on Twitter. I still don't <laughs> really but, <laughs> but you followed me when I had less than 10 followers and uh, I mean, that is something that has meant a lot to me over the years and I've tried to, you know, make the newcomers who come to SportsKira make us uh, feel as welcome as you made me feel
0: so thank you so much oh how about that regio i didn't realize uh man i was ground floor with you but uh yeah i can remember um gosh the hotel in mumbai was that the weston that we stayed it at it yes. was beautiful hotel great food good times uh but uh we had our media day in there, and we chatted quite a bit and uh you um the ring King days uh lots of good times in your country so Glad to be here today, ready to chat my world. And um, we got all kinds of things to talk about. Got an action figure coming out this week uh, with Matt Cardona and Brian Myers and me and Conrad. Got a video game. Uh, I, I'll, I'll let you steer the conversation, but we got we got lots of ground to cover.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I said so many good things about you. How does that same guy go to Mexico and get the whole crowd to turn on him and his wife?
0: Wait, wait! You're you're saying the crowd turned on me?
1: I believe so. No,
0: I I think, you know, I didn't have any part of that. They've always disrespected me in Mexico, and I, I fly uh, from from my home, go down there, work hard, uh, at times try to feed them. Uh, going to the ring, I'm I'm throwing out some of their core ingredients palace and tortillas and um for whatever reason um they've never re- re- really ever given me and my wife a warm welcome so uh i i have always lived by the adage that um you know if you give respect you get respect so they've never really given me respect um, i'm a two-time mega champion i won uh, king of kings the raider Rays champ- uh championship years ago Um, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, I have been a part of that organization, uh, back since 2000, really 2002, 2003, Antonio Pena, uh, the founder of that organization. He came in the early days of TNA and that's how our relationship started. I welcomed him at at TNA with open arms, but I've never quite received the same, uh, reception when I, uh, go in in their home country. So I always like to say, Reju, I put it on them. They get what they ask for.
1: And, I mean, seeing Vampiro come out, I mean, that was a blast from the past. I mentioned watching you in WCW. What was that like? Like, you know, that whole WCW kind of really?
0: I'll leave Vampiro's comments to Vampiro. He loves to talk about himself, and I'll leave it just at that. Uh, Latin Lover, on the other hand, you know, truly a megastar in so many different ways. he, you know, won uh, multiple times, all kinds of prestigious, whether it's Ray to Rays, uh, whether, you know, what, whatever the show was, he always uh, really uh, overachieved in a lot of ways. And then he went off and won the Mexico version of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I know you in India know about those shiny dance four shows, <laughs> as, <laughs> as they're referred to. Uh, and then he's been in numerous TV shows and movies and, uh, you know, he was in the uh, Oscar award winning movie as well. So, Latin Lover, uh, he returned to Triple Mania. And, um, you know, we got off on the wrong foot, kind of like we ended things uh, many, many years ago. But uh, it was interesting to see not only Latin Lover, but gosh, Reju, there were, oh my gosh, he's a who's who. Uh, connect. uh I mean, we, we could go down the, 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 the list, Sinqaras, uh obviously, Conan, uh, but every legend, uh, just about every legend, Blue Demon, um, all, so many different stars from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s and beyond, and all the modern modern stars as well. It, what it, was, it was a really, really big event. So I spoke to you again
1: when you were in India uh, with Impact festing the last time around. And I asked you if you are getting in the ring and you said my days of taking bumps are over. And <laughs> <laughs> fast forward some six years and you're still taking bumps. I mean, it's not just you, right? I mean, it's you and Christian and Vampiro and Sting. I mean, Sting, I think is one generation before yours and he's still yep. taking bumps. So, what keeps all of you guys going?
0: it's really is fascinating because you know I, I i probably if you remember that conversation uh because i have the same conversation not, not, not just with you with, with with others that you know i kind of reevaluate every year uh right around you know when some people do a new year's resolution uh i kind of take a look at what the year is going to be uh both in and out of the ring and so you know um the the, the industry ha- continues as usual to always evolve, Uh, I think the pandemic had a lot to do uh, in in some ways of uh, just kind of rejuvenating multiple, not just talent, but also the fan base. Uh, As, uh, you know, the old saying goes, it's hard Uh, or nearly impossible to kill a memory. And so there are memories of wrestling fans of different eras and all that. So, yeah, um, whether it was Triple Mania or Game Changer Wrestling when The Last Outlaw appeared, uh, I never really thought at this stage uh, of my career that I would be, you know, uh, looking at um, in-ring, you know, in-ring action. Uh, But I am Reju, and so, um, you know, it's just kind of fascinating for me to, like you said, look at Sting. Um, l- look at others that, that are in that kind of, you know, stone cold, Steve Austin, may, you know, he, he main evented mania, um, 15 plus years after he stepped foot in the ring. So, uh, it is, uh, in a lot of ways, I think it really speaks of the times, not just, uh, not in sports entertainment, but in general, Tom Brady, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, a starting NFL quarterback, um, at his age and not performing good, but great.
1: Absolutely. And you mentioned everything you're doing. You're doing GCW, you're doing Triple Mania. You were also on SmackDown, and I know you addressed it on your podcast, but uh, I I mean, how did that come about and will it lead to more cameos, so to speak?
0: You know, you just never say never. You know, uh, the podcast, uh, which we just celebrated, me and Conrad, it's hard to believe we've, you know, one year. Uh, we, we've been doing the podcast and we t- go down different roads and talk about different stories and whether it's the ring to King uh, experience in India that relates obviously to sports kita or, or it could be uh, the triple mania and um, the Monterey boxing and wrestling commission confiscating my tortillas and me and Latin lover um, continue to, 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 to carry on our entering action backstage and He's the one who left uh, in an ambulance, not me, Um, or, you know, you talk to Effie and Game Changer Wrestling, um, all the different avenues. And then, you know, the WWE came and did SmackDown in my hometown and there was an appearance. The world is just rapidly changing and you never really know, not just myself, but you you never know where people are going to pop up. And I think that's a fun part of the industry because we have definitely transitioned over the last, I'll say, three to five to seven years into the, I call it, you know, you can call it the streaming world, uh, the streaming generation and in the streaming generation, you know, our phones are in our pockets, uh, and and you can call it the YouTube generation. So the uh, exchange of information and, 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 and content, uh, creation is instantaneous. So, um, I, I think it's a healthy way for the industry for me to be able to pop up and WWE game changer, a and NWA, uh, you know, I was on their show uh, earlier. So you never know, Riju. I, and I think it's healthy for the industry uh, to have that kind of diversity.
1: So obviously the next question is going to be, you mentioned every other promotion, but all elite wrestling. Would you be open to, uh, say, a creative role in uh, the company?
0: There is, you know, I will, I- at this stage, I listen to every... And it's kind of amazing the different phone calls that I'll get from time to time. But I'm open, whether it's AEW, WWE, um, NWA, Game Changer, AAA, y- you name it. Any continent, um, you know, in discussions with with folks, uh, you know, in India right now. They, they have a rapidly growing independent wrestling uh, uh, world. Uh, but, you know, s- same as... I mean, Germany and France and the United Kingdom, wrestling is very, very healthy globally.
1: One question that everybody asked when I said that I was going to be talking to you was what your feelings were when Mickey James got the knockouts championship to WWE. Nobody thought it was ever going to happen, but what did you feel about it?
0: It's fantastic. You know, I was, uh, I was in St. Louis that night. Me and Eric Bischoff had done a live stage show. Uh, and so, you know, there was chance with Bobby Roode and AJ Styles in the ring, uh, but when Mickey came down, and 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 you know, I'll I, I go back to my prior comments. I believe the 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 streaming generation uh, that we're currently in, people are very aware of all the different promotions. I tip my cat to um, the WWE for uh, allowing that, recognizing that when when you're the number one organization. By far, you know, in 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 revenue, in in social media presence, in content creation, um, you know, it, it, they are head and shoulders uh, above any other organization by many many multiples. When you're in that position, um, you, you can essentially write the rules. And look, there are so many. Other op- options and opportunities out there and a lot are, are being very successful right now. But when you're the leader in the marketplace, you don't have to do that. So I tip my cat uh, to, to WWE for allowing Mickey to do that and it created a buzz. But here we are in May and, and me and you are talking about um, an entrant in the Royal Rumble, which could have been somewhat inconsequential right. because there are so many, you know, there and there was two Royal Rumbles that night matches. Right. We're talking about Mickey James bringing a belt down. So to create a buzz, mission accomplished for those guys. Well done.
1: Absolutely. And again, when you talk about being the last outlaw, I mean, you touched upon a lot of points uh, when you spoke about intergender wrestling and everything else that you've done. But even the current landscape of WWE, if you look at someone like an AJ Styles, you were the first guy to actually see that he could be a superstar. And with all of the releases that happened, I mean, AJ Styles is still one of the top guys. Uh, same with, say, Bobby Roode or something like that. Would you say that the current landscape, you had a lot of uh, contribution in making the current landscape of I, I
0: You know, I, I can't say that out of I had a contribution. I had the opportunity. I think I was very blessed. Uh, again, the the was so different in, from essentially 2002, to about 2010 or 11 it's very social media wasn't around in the early years what I'm you know 2002 to 2006 or seven or eight and then Twitter and Instagram and Facebook just began nothing like they are today YouTube started in that era so we it was really an enormous transition period in our industry prior to social media I can't even conceptualize it's hard for me to even to have a conversation with, with certain individuals today that may be a bit younger, they can't even really comprehend the wrestling industry without social media because everyone migrates to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok now to consume not just wrestling news uh, and content, but but everything else. And so the world was completely different. Uh, and with the world being completely different, you know, we, we launched, uh, I launched TNA to be the alternative. And by launching to be the alternative, not necessarily to be number two, but in my opinion, and I've said it many, many, many times, there is no want number one without a number two. And so it was just the WWE in the marketplace. So creating that, we I was in the position, and I'm very thankful I was, to give uh, phenomenal talent, pardon the pun, like AJ Styles, mm-hmm. uh, like Bobby Roode, like Samoa Joe. Uh, I mean, we could go on and on and down that list of guys and opportunity to shine. But at the end of the day, Reju, they're the ones that picked up the ball and ran and scored and worked hard and busted their and made a name for themselves. I I, I was very blessed to, to to be in the spot that I was.
1: Absolutely. So let's uh, I I mean, talk about something fun right now. Uh, you are obviously a WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, someone we never believed would ever be in the Hall of Fame was Scott Steiner. Uh, did you catch his uh, induction speech and uh, did you ever think he would be inducted?
0: Well, you know, the the, the world, that, uh, of the wacky world of professional wrestling, it always has its ups and downs. I kind of felt in the back of my mind that one day it might happen. Um, and, and of course, with the door opening and the relationship, uh, having a radical change of heart with, you know, um, Rick Steiner's son uh, entering into NXT, it, it obviously radically changed the dynamic of the Rick Steiner relationship uh, with um, with WWE. Very happy. Me and Scott go back to the late 80s uh, when he came to Tennessee. Uh, we struck up a friendship that, last, that still exists to this day, a family relationship. Our families are friends and have been many, many, many years. And so I, I'm really happy to see that because, you know, a lot of people... Um, in this generation view Scott as Big Papa Punk. But when you look at the heavyweight that he was in the 90s and his athletic ability, in so many ways, he was a revolutionary talent in the ring. Uh, There were smaller guys that were doing fast-paced and a different kind of um, a a move set. You know, Scott doing a you know, a hurricane runner off the top uh, and, and just the, the different moves and his athletic ability. In a lot of ways, he, he was uh, an innovator and a trendsetter uh, many years ago. So Scott's and, and Robbie, a, a, a them as a tag team, you know, phenomenal tag team, obviously in WCW and, and and WWF. But when you look at their work in New Japan, it really, to me, <clears throat> separates them from so many other tag teams. So, uh, I'm glad they're in there. Happy for them, uh, and because they are truly one of a kind, one of a kind tag team.
1: Perfect. Uh, also, I, I mean, when you speak about being the last outlaw, something you did was you went from one side of the board to another, which is happening with Cody Rhodes. Do you feel this is something that we'll see going forward? Uh, people jumping from one place to another
0: that's a good question um i i don't think that will become the norm i i just think the way the industry um number one there's a massive amount of um, exchange of talent between all promotions uh you name it i, I could go down the list but people you know you, you've just referenced i've appeared on wwe tv this year nwa Game Changer, Triple A, you know, so so there's a, 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 a whole a lot of brands that I've already appeared on and other talent has as well. So uh, Cody sees the moment hats off to him. Timing is everything in so many ways. And so I think it's I think in a lot of ways it's an anomaly. But the image of him walking up that ramp at AEW and, and smashing uh, you know the throne, with the sledgehammer, and all that. In a lot of ways, that's a very, very iconic moment. Right. And, and, and now, in so many ways, he's a WWE talent. Nothing really needs to be said because him appearing at WrestleMania uh, with the entrance, the music, uh, and 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 the American Nightmare and the vibe and everything. It, to me, it's it's really a strategic move. That Cody and WWE did that. Um, uh, it it, it I, I don't think it can be understated. Uh, what the value of um, the Cody Rhodes American uh, Nightmare brand shift from AEW to WWE? I think I don't think that can be under uh, understated.
1: Perfect. So I know we are running out of time. We have three quick questions left. Uh, Why Effie? Why did you choose him to be a comeback
0: opponent? In a lot of ways, uh, I think the the GCW audience, uh, obviously the GCW matchmaker, I think Effie had a role in it. I think I had a role in it. Um, I I just kind of think in a lot of ways, the stars aligned in so many ways. Um, You know, standing in the ring in Hammerstein Ballroom and walking out and the, the reception uh, that I received, uh, and then with Effie's music hit, and, and he made his way to the ring. Th- there was a, in a lot of ways, I, I, I don't want to call it a big fight feel, but but that's the only phrasing I'm coming up with right now. It had a real magnetic buzz and charge to it. And and that's that is something that certainly, me or or Effie couldn't menu, really manufacture, and GCW to, to another level. The, the the people in attendance at Hammerstein created the aura of that moment that was really, really special.
1: Amazing, and if you look at the entire landscape of wrestling, any company, you uh, who is that one guy you look at and uh, you're like, I want to work with him? Uh, I, I mean, before I thought he's a my pops.
0: Uh, Reju, I'll leave that up to uh, you armchair quarterbacks. That, that's, uh, you know, you're, you're getting into the dream match situations. Right. I'll, I'll leave that to the critics and the pundits and the the, uh, the the Twitter universe and the Instagram universe and the TikTok universe. But, you know, there there is so much good talent out there. That's something that uh, not necessarily as a talent, yes, me being a talent, but also a, as a promoter and executive producer, when you look at the landscape, the amount of talent out there, uh, I was just having this conversation um, the other day. I'm working with uh, WrestleQuest, the video game. It's the first ever uh, Japanese role-playing game in in professional wrestling. And uh, my partner in Moonsault Digital, uh, we, we were having the conversation about the diversity uh, in professional wrestling that is very accessible. You can turn on YouTube and watch Lucha Libre. You can watch Japanese wrestling. You, you literally can watch wrestling all over the world so the talent pool out there is massive it's 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 very very uh you know there's so many opportunities uh this you know j- just now released uh, I think I said earlier the action figure of, of myself and my podcast partner Conrad Thompson you can go to uh, you know Brian Myers and and uh, Matt Cardona and and the, the major pod and you can go to all my socials and and find the action figure but The business has evolved and continues to evolve right in front of our face because, you know, a a Japanese role playing game, action figures, and look, games and video and and figures, they've been around for for 30 years. But the way they're produced and consumed and marketed, that has radically changed and it's a fun time to really be in the industry. yeah, I, I just wish the lucha libre fans of uh, Mexico w- would get on the, the the bandwagon, but they're 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 lost in uh, yesteryear.
1: <laughs> wow, I I love how you can
0: cut kind a of promo in the middle of everything. Amazing. Oh, that reads you. They're lost, but but they're they're lost, but that's okay. Amazing. Let me just ask you: Do you think they show me respect in Mexico? I do not think they showed you respect in Mexico, but I. So why do I always get like I'm the bad guy, like I'm doing something wrong in Mexico, when in reality, it's the fan base of AAA? You're laughing, but you, you have to agree. It's really the, 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 the blame is on them, wouldn't you say?
1: The blame is on them, although you did say some things to incite them, didn't
0: you? Uh... But, but when I came through the curtain, did they cheer or boo me? They would. So why should I say anything nice when they don't give me any respect? Absolutely. Okay, I just want to clear that up with you, Reju. It's, <laughs> it's sometimes you journalists try to put words in my mouth and steer things down a certain way, and you're probably trying to create that narrative—that uh, Latin lover, that AAA—and try to get that I'm the bad guy. You know better now, right? I do
1: know
0: better now. Yes. And and Sports Kita knows better, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Dr Dr Featherstone knows better, right? He does. He does. Okay, I know Dutch knows better. You can ask Dutch right now and he'll tell you that look, he's been there with me to Mexico. He realized it's in Puerto Rico he realized. They wouldn't show me the proper respect. If they show me the proper respect, I would be probably gracious enough to speak their primitive language, but they don't show me respect. So Richo, I just I'll and leave it at that. <laughs> wow. Amazing.
1: Uh uh, it's interesting you bring up Dutch because we were also uh, wondering something. Dutch had a contrary opinion to Bill After, who also works with us. The whole Will Smith thing. Do you think it was a work? Do you think it was a shoot? The what thing? The Will Smith and the Chris Rock Oscars incident.
0: You're 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 tr- wait. Bill After believed it was a shoot, right? Bill After, uh, so he was very vague. He
1: compared it to, you know, uh, Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. That's where the mind goes to immediately. But yeah, that said it was a work. That said it has to be a work. <laughs>
0: Come on. I can't even believe you're debating it. Me and Eric Bischoff did it on Ad Free Shows, and you can go on over to Ad Free and uh, check out the My World Pod. We got, what, My World Pod with me. Ka- anyway, Rizio, it's a work. Come on. He leaned into the slap. Uh, No security came around. He got back to his seat. They had the camera shots. Come on. Don't fall for that, pal. The only thing that's left that's real in this world is professional wrestling. That's the only thing left. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Love that answer.
1: My, My final question to you, again, when I mentioned that I would be speaking to you, my whole team wanted me to ask you about your old friend uh Elias who seems to have a younger brother
0: uh yeah. it's it, you know what e- Ezekiel he's such a good kid and when me and Elias used to hang out together it, it was so it was fascinating that it, you know the, re- the the relationship with Elias and Ezekiel is fascinating um but you know I, i'm glad that Elias is doing his thing and Ezekiel is you know getting a fair shot on Monday night raw uh I, I wish Ezekiel nothing but good luck. Do you
1: think it's a little like, uh, you know, Joseph Park and Chris
0: Park, uh, that whole story? Abyss was a crazy monster. Joe Park, what a fascinating young man he was. i just say he was a fascinating young man. And uh, he used to love to talk about uh, his grandma Jenny's chili. Uh, it would give him some flatulence, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, raise you, you're too much
1: amazing! Amazing, please tell our audience about everything you've got
0: going on. Um, where they can get that amazing shirt that you're wearing. And- oh, look, it, it uh, you don't need to plug anything, it's go to my socials at real jeff chair, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook and now TikTok. It's all at Real Jeff Jarrett. I can't believe uh, I dove off into the TikTok world. So I'm slowly migrating my or, or navigating my way through there. But uh, no, a lot of fun. Action figures coming out, video game coming out, uh, American baseball. We've got that going on. We didn't touch on that. But Rizu, it's been great to catch up catching up with you. Uh, I, I'd, I'd love to see you in Mexico one day so you can actually witness the disrespect shown to me. But uh, when you come to America, I'll uh, I'll cook you a meal, my friend. So great to catch up with you.
1: Likewise, thank you so much.